Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Danny Cola. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Action Coffee, the finest coffee beans from Antigua, Guatemala. Get yours today. Go to www.drinkaction.com right now. Get your first order of Action Coffee, and let me give you 12% off. Use promo code Danny at checkout. Get 12% off, and you'll be on your way to taking action because you'll be drinking action. My guest on the podcast today is Howard Bowens, Body by Bowens. Howard is a personal trainer in the suburbs of Chicago. He is a Viking ninja, steel mace educator, and this guy knows his stuff. We have a great conversation about unconventional tools, specifically the steel mace, the kettlebell, doing unconventional body weight movements, and how it activates your parasympathetic nervous system. Howard does a really good job in this podcast of painting that picture and getting people to understand how that actually works. So this is an awesome podcast. Howard and I connected right away. You know, this podcast is an example of starting something, being consistent with it and letting it morph into its own thing. And I'm kind of just riding this wave a little bit, uh, learning from the people that I get to interact with through this medium and it's been nothing but awesome and informational and a learning experience so I'm really glad I got to have this have this conversation with Howard and I'm looking forward to uh, crossing paths and working with him in the future I hope you guys enjoy the podcast no, it's good. Like I've been wanting to do uh, a studio in my home for a little while, ever since I moved from my old studio. And you know, you visualize shit, you make it happen little by little. It's just the beginning stages. You just do it and you fucking go. I don't even know why I started a podcast. I just did it to do it because I like talking. And it, dude, it's crazy because I wouldn't be, I wouldn't know you. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I wouldn't be sitting yeah. here talking to you and you have a unique training story, like getting into the whole fitness field and, and, you know, being an Instagram influencer and networking, networking with other fitness professionals, like the guys from Viking Ninja and MSP. It's a, it's a weird world, but it's so fun because you never know who you're going to meet and you meet a bunch of good people who have a ton of knowledge. And if you're really open to getting information, like it's kind of a fun world to live in, don't you say? Exactly. It's crazy, man. And you know, the people that you meet too, you just kind of know when you guys are on the same wavelength as far as like, Hey, like I'm grinding it out right now. Maybe I'm not sure exactly where I'm headed long term, but I feel like I have something, feel like I have some value to give, you know, and I'm willing to work for it. And so the dudes at Viking Ninja, you know, when I linked up with TJ, it was kind of like, I think we both kind of geeked out. He's a pretty cool dude. Because we both are kind of, like, even though we are very different, we're kind of the same from a mindset standpoint of like, we share a lot of similarities in how we got to this point as well. Um, but, you know, he likes to train hard. I like to train hard. You both kind of have attention to detail, which is something that's that's big. Sure. You know, with, like you said, being open-minded, but also. Sure. It's a struggle every day. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. I battle myself sometimes. Right. Sometimes I'm, I'm a lazy piece of shit. You know, sometimes <laughs> we're like, oh, how are you doing so much stuff? Like, how are you doing this and that? And I'm like, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time i feel like i'm doing the things that i love which makes it a lot easier yeah just to, to get you motivated like this is what you wanted you know this is what you asked for 
Um, and so I'm blessed that a lot of things have been, they've been working out recently, all the work that I've put in. I put in so much behind the scenes, like, now, when you say studying, things have been man. working out, things have been working out, what do you mean by that? So things have been blossoming. So I'm kind of... that's different for everybody. Yeah. You yeah. know? So I kind of, I'm the kind of person, one thing I had, like, I had to learn about myself for a while, kind of like, what are my, what are my talents, I guess? Like, what do I think my gifts are? I'm not good at like following strict rules. I like to push the boundaries. I want to know why, you know? Um, and that's kind of just took me to the career path I'm on now because um, I'm just asking questions. Why does this work? Why does this work? You say this is the best way to do it. Is it really the best? Or are you just saying it's the best? How can I do some research? I'm going to try it myself. Um, and doing all those things, man, have just it's been so crucial and kind of like helping me develop a mindset of incorporating my entrepreneur mindset with my wanting to know kind of like the latest well not even trendy but just wanting to know what actually works so sure my path towards learning Dude, that i'm i'm with you there i like asking why and it gets me into trouble sometimes yeah yeah you know i but i mean i guess that doesn't equate to doing the wrong or right thing i just want to fucking like ask you the question know. you want to know I and mean, that's it's a perfectly good question it's the thing is maybe getting you into trouble from someone else's perspective but like I get it. I understand. You know, I like when people grill me when they ask me questions and stuff because I'm the same way. I'm like, listen, you're good for asking those questions. If I don't know, I don't know. But you, you definitely, that's that's a passion of mine. And when I get into something, I like really get into it. Yeah. So you as know. far as like uh, like fitness, you, you, you do a lot of, uh, you know, kettlebell, unconventional movements, steel yep. mace stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, Which I, I used to be the opposite. Yeah, me too. I never used yeah. to do that stuff. I, this is just recently the last... I, so in in uh, last June, I went to the first. I went to a non kettlebell course at MSP. That's how I got to meet everybody. Yeah. And then you know I learned you know the kettlebell from uh, Eric Leha, Marcus Martinez, and from there on I started integrating kettlebells almost every workout, yeah. all the time, learning how to move. And, and it, dude, it's an art. It takes up time and a process to get this kind of thing. That's what I love. But about it's so it. fun. It's yeah. crazy. I it's never the, felt better. It, it, you're right. I mean, it's a skill development part of it. It's like really getting in tune with, you know, with kettlebells, it's the momentum of the kettlebell. Yeah. Fuck. Feeling that, you know, feeling that flow through your body, doing what you want it to do. That whole thing, man. When you're in kind of a flow state, it's amazing. I mean, it, it yeah. really is really cool. Yeah. But going back to like, all right, I know we got a little off topic. We, got we, we were talking about TJ and like-minded guys. You were saying how we were, like... We were talking about things were working out. Things are working yeah. out. Like, what is that? And yeah. it's like, dude, so, I feel that shit. But like, it's working out. Like, what what is yeah, working so out? So I guess my point was like, because I my mind connects like seemingly random things. So I start to think about wanting to do like a supplement company. I start to think about training. How, I, how do I want to train? You know, I'm very into... Um, movement restoration basically so i use you know i'm thinking about how the person is right now from a standpoint of like what's their posture like how are the structure in their body moving when they move um, are they doing are they able to do the things i'm asking them to do and how is the structure influencing that and how can i change the structure so that's kind of what really got me into unconventional exercise but um 
you know, that's been doing doing very well for me uh, because most people now like it's they're, they're See, we just combined we just combined yeah. those two segues yeah. that we went on <laughs> they want quality of life you know and they want to age gracefully i want to age gracefully definitely you know our generation wants to we don't want to just be big and jacked because we see what happens to those people those people kind of have those debilitating issues just like everyone else yeah so so what is what does health mean really and how can i really make my body resilient basically over yeah time. dude i'm with you i want to optimize for as long as i possibly can yeah and you know I've, I've been doing a lot of listening to podcasts about longevity and anti-aging yeah dude. exactly so um i mean do you uh do you take and practice stuff day to day to biohack you, you know absolutely co- cognitively physically energy levels yeah like what kind of things you do i know we're jumping around no like no it, <laughs> this is what I mean. it's all it's all yeah. it's all it's all connected <laughs> yeah. so um i guess i'll start with a story okay go for it uh so i listen, mentioned i didn't i didn't always do the holistic thing i didn't always wasn't concerned about like restoring the body um you know playing football i was into traditional lifting power lifting olympic lifting I was really good at those things. I was I was always really strong, you know. That yeah. was never an issue for me. But what was an issue for me is that I was very very stiff, man. Like anybody you ask, like in high school football, college football, I was the dude. Like I hated the stretching portion of things, like because I just looked like a clown, man. Like my hips were so tight, and um, I also was a very anxious person. Um, I could push through that anxiety because I had like a certain like, you know, I had like the willpower to do it. Mm-hmm. But I, I always, I did feel an extreme rush of anxiety for a lot of different things, you know, like public speaking, um, meeting new people, um, all those, you know, all those things is basically changing my routine a little bit and yeah. kind of getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, eventually, um, out of, got out of football, decided I wanted to be, you know, a trainer, a health coach. Um, started taking my first few jobs and I was still powerlifting, kind of doing that same kind of trainings I was I was good at. I was neglecting um, some of the, you know, balancing it out. So I wasn't really doing much like cardiovascular work. I wasn't doing much mobility, flexibility work. Um, I consider kettlebells a hybrid type of exercise. So For you're sure. working on mobility and strength because um, it kind of forces you to. Uh, I wasn't doing any of that stuff, man. So I was, I was just getting stiffer and stiffer and more and more anxious and uh, I started having like physical symptoms from that like I started having a uh, high blood pressure you know I would have these like my heart would start racing at certain points in time hmm. um, little things like that I felt like something was going on with me and uh, I'd go to the doctor I went like three four times to the doctor spent so much money man on all this like heart rate tracking stuff and and they they told me I was they literally would be like oh you're fine you're healthy and I'm like dude I'm not healthy I'm telling you um, I was tired, worn down. And so that's when I really decided to make a change in basically my lifestyle. And I was like, I got to take control of my own health. Yeah, um, really, sure. you know, started, started just doing more research and reading and getting back to kind of, you know, what I knew I needed to do, um, and making changes. And I was able to kind of find the connection between your emotions, the anxiety levels and things like that. Um, in training because training does have an effect on your your endocrine system and your sure. neurological system sure training rest recovery the like, type of training yeah yeah all, all, all stuff. of it yeah, all, all of it together has a major effect on your 
neuroendocrine system yeah, programming how long you're doing stuff for right that's so important so then i started feeling a lot better and i and that's i kind of just like got me motivated and just got me going i just started researching listening to podcasts researching researching yeah fuck yeah um, <clears throat> and reading a ton you know and and then i just started realizing that man balance is balance is the key yes you know um, balancing the body's systems you know not just your physical movement system movement based system your muscular system um, but also your autonomic nervous system primarily is what i was looking into so i do things now meditation i do um i'm i got really deep back in touch with my um uh, religion so christianity um from like a scholarly standpoint i started doing more background and that spending more time with that that's interesting yeah yeah um that's and- that's that you don't hear a lot of the combination of the two mm-hmm. and growing up i I grew up with, you know, a background of, of parents and, and people in my family, like being very cynical of Christianity and mm. like people who deeply believe. So growing up, naturally, I was like, you know, picked up that same pattern. But, you know, as I grow spiritually to say with, you know, the way I meditate as well and, mm. and, and slowing down all that extra stuff in our head. I just feel more connected and there's a purpose. There's a, definitely a higher power and I yeah. don't know what the hell that is, but to intertwine it with like Christianity philosophically, like you were saying, or like learning from the actual, what would you say a scholarly? Yeah. Scholarly. And so what I found was like when I was really reading these, uh, when I was really reading the Bible, basically, to be honest with you, a lot of Christians don't read the Bible. They listen to what their pastor told them. And depending on what their pastor tells them, they start blending religion in with their like personal opinions and stuff yeah and so that's when you start to get these like really negative groups hate groups against say like um uh lgbt community yeah like um you know all kinds of politics you know um but the reality is if you look at the stories it's not about any of that it's really about you know mankind and their struggle you know to to stay righteous essentially for whatever that means and the issues that we commonly run into human beings in general and and kind of it's very interesting i've yeah, always been sure. into like you know philosophy and theology and stuff so i'm definitely getting more into that that's it's very interesting that yeah. you bring that up so you know training the mind intertwining that with this physical portion of your life as well yeah so how, if i talk about how that so changed. what i was doing from a training standpoint when you're lifting really really heavy a lot you know, you're training the the part of your nervous system, the part of your autonomic nervous system that is like the fight or flight response. Um, your body doesn't your body doesn't see kind of that you're purposely setting up this bench press rack and then everything's fine because once you lift that weight and you load your body, your body reacts to that, so it has to stabilize. But it doesn't just react from a muscular standpoint; it reacts all around from a neuroendocrine standpoint. So it starts pumping hormones and whatnot as if there's like a rock falling on you or something like that. It's an emergency situation. So that's kind of what's happening wow. when we're when we're when we're training, um, you know, high intensity loads and whatnot. Now, <clears throat> it's good to do sometimes, but if that's all I'm doing and if I'm already predisposed to like anxiety and stuff like that, I'm essentially just making. You're stressing it out. I'm causing dominance, and I'm stressing out. Yeah. So it's, I'm causing fight or flight dominance just in my body and in my demeanor as a whole. 
Um, and I'm not balancing that out kind of with more of a parasympathetic restful type Dude, of state. Dude, I've never thought of it that way. Ever, yeah. ever. I always just, you know, I would take the balance approach, mm-hmm. but I would put it in phases. You know, yeah. like I would do super heavy stuff one week out of a six week periodization of, you know, like weights, sets and reps, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I would yeah. never do that super long. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of always felt optimized that way. It just kind of, you know, you, when you listen to your body, it tells you, Hey, this is, you know, probably structure it like this. You're not trying to compete like super crazy style. And even if yeah. you are, you can still do that under proper protocol right. and not stress yourself out to the point to where your body's breaking down on you physically and mentally. Right. You know, exactly. Exactly. But some, and you know, everyone has a different starting point say, right. So right. if at that point in time, I was very, very dominant, say from, so there's two, two levels, sympathetic, parasympathetic. So if I was sympathetic dominant and if I was fight or flight dominant, I needed to work on my parasympathetic system. So from an exercise standpoint, that might be something like um, endurance exercise puts you in more of a parasympathetic state. It, it challenges the energy systems that are going to be primarily working during a restful state, <clears throat> like oxidizing fat and whatnot. Yeah. Um, whereas being in a stressed out state all the time, it, you know, all the hormones release are basically going to put you into a state to want to receive, say, instant energy and use like carbohydrates a lot and crave carbohydrates a lot. A um, lot of other things. It basically sets off like a cascade of of different things, but um, it's all negative from a long term perspective. They'd be beneficial short term for if you were actually facing a threat, um, but long term chronic stress causes so many different issues in our in our body systems yeah and then Um, when we get older it's harder to fight that off yeah you know and build it back up it can happen yeah with a lot of with a lot of help but your your body actually it responds pretty quickly it just is your intention so like you were doing things like if people did more mindful activities that kind of got them more to a restful state as a means to manage their stress then your body actually has, it's going to be using the processes that kind of build you back up and it's going yeah. to you get that recovery. But if you never have a recovery, that's when we start to run into development of all types of like diseases, preventable diseases, which are number one cause of death yeah. in the United States. Yeah. Like, so it's crazy. There's a lot of implications there, a lot of research. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dude, I'm with you. I'm all about optimization and I agree that when you find others on that same wavelength, like you said, guys like TJ, yourself, it's like you feel that shit. You know that people are trying to do what they can to not optimize themselves, but yeah. like provide that value to others. Yeah. That's like some weird connective shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. But <laughs> but I guess how do we how do we do that in a society where, you know, we've got to make money, got to work. Not everybody could be doing their passion. Right. As much as I'm all about, you got to be fucking living like you love the day. You got to look at Monday like you look at Saturday. Yeah. You know, so yeah. to speak. And you got to, like, I feel like a big part of that stressing out is just the constant uh, thinking about this activity that you do every day. And I'm talking about people's jobs they don't yeah. necessarily like doing, you know, and yeah. it, it makes their health go by the wayside physically, mentally. You know, they don't, they don't have a sense of purpose. Really, they feel lost, and that adds a tremendous amount of stress on their body, 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how do we do that? How do we fucking do so that? So one, we have to we have to acknowledge that a lot of what we do. So I did I did I have a couple uh, specialty certifications in behavior change and, and stress management. So learning about kind of how the brain um, influences our decision making. Right? Yeah. And our sympathetic state literally primes us in the, the degree at which we're at this state primes us for making a certain decision. So you're highly more likely to overeat and overindulge in sweets or whatever if you're in a uh, sympathetic state um, because your body is really wanting to, it's, you're losing sense of your, what do you call it, uh, critical, basically your critical reasoning skills are not being used. When you're in a sympathetic state, that part of your brain, the frontal cortex, doesn't operate basically. <laughs> Okay, because you're basically your nervous system is saying like, hey, we're trying to survive. We don't have time to worry about like what decisions we need to make. We just need to act, you know, whereas if you're in a more parasympathetic state, um, the regions in your <clears throat> frontal, your prefrontal cortex that are involved in reasoning are like very, very extremely active. Whoa. So depending on your state that you're in. That's that could be the that could be the uh, difference between a good decision and a bad decision. Dude, this is so huge. Yeah. You learn, it's huge. you learn. You know, mindful practice, meditation, fasting, maybe puts you mm -hmm. like you, you practice these things. They're putting you in that category of parasympathetic, like you're saying, and that can really just optimize you in itself. Yeah, you know, like there's so many processes that it's are dependent Dude, on that. That's so that's so, so it's, nuts. It's like that's considered a master regulatory system, and that affecting that basically affects everything in wow. our body um so it's a great way to look that, at things dude i, I, I yeah. mean like you I talk about moving mindfully and stuff like that but everyone's got their own like well as you have these conversations you like form what these things actually mean and right. you meet someone like yourself that really kind of paints a picture and explains it nicely it's a huge part of being a teacher is effective communication and i call myself out all the time I'm like i need to be better at communicating this specific thing or whatever but sure. you really painted a nice picture for me there good good i'm yeah. glad yeah because yeah. i have a hard time trying to explain this to people um some people don't really care that much which is fine but but it's a big deal it, it is a big deal when it when you're talking about the positive or negative effect of your, your front part of your brain mm. which is and so important to how you function in this life and yeah. really like the perspective you take on things which is everything yeah right and to be even open to other perspective relies on you being in a parasympathetic state yeah so fucking do the things that are going to allow you to optimize and get yourself in that state so that you you can make the right decisions you can look at things from other ways you can be more open you can be more loving and accepting right because these are the things that make our environment better and and you cannot feel threatened by those things yeah people yeah. people feel threatened by things that's why they react to things yeah you know if we look at politics and i'm not going to go in either side but the amount of like passion and emotion that was involved in this last election it was be it was basically based off of fear so one party being afraid that the other party is going to do something outrageous yeah. that is going to greatly affect either this country or their quality of life or whatever it might be so that's a threatening feeling threatening feelings are when that part of your body starts to get activated so um and you start getting stressed even if you think oh emotionally i'm in a good place right now um, you could be highly reactive to different situations. Um, but I guess to make this a relevant conversation, the 
besides meditation, besides you said like your passion and whatnot, like finding your passion, not everybody can work their passion, but we can be passionate about different things. So give you an example, say, um, you know, I just had my first child and I'm working a job that I'm not very happy with. And I'm framing it from a perspective of I'm not happy doing the thing I want to do. Say the thing I want to do is, I don't know, be in a rock band, right? That's a pretty fun thing, though. Let's talk about doing an accounting it's, job. It's no offense. Fun. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> maybe your job's an accounting job, but your passion is a rock, a rock band. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. got so it. So, listen, realistically, you got a kid now. You might have you know, a wife, kid, mortgage. Like, you're not going to be go be in a rock band right now, necessarily, because um, you got bills and stuff like yeah. that. You can maybe work your way to that long term. Um, but the bottom line is you can reframe your passion and say like, listen, it's not about me wanting to be in a rock band because I have different responsibilities now. How can I become passionate about taking care of my family and framing my job in a way that, listen, I know that my job is a way for me to make salary. So I just need to focus on building up my skills in this job so that I can do a better job. Um, so that I can continue to take care of my family and spend time with them. So it's the same situation, but you're changing your thought process about it. Now, the second scenario, when you're doing it for your family, you're doing it for your kids, that gives you a purpose. Um, and it gives you a purpose that you could fulfill. And, you know, every single day you can have that motivation and, you know, your family is going to, they're going to recognize you for it. So that's what I mean when I say, you know, how, how are we going to be more prone to looking at a situation, you know, if we're feeling in a, in a threatened state all the time where we're always on high alert, or if we can accept the things that happen in life because things happen to everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can't all do what we want to do 24 seven. So damn dude, way to fucking, I mean, it's, it's a way to paint that. It seems simple, but it's one of the hardest, it's one of the hardest things to do because, you know, we get so used to how we're reacting and always thinking, I'm justified by how strongly I'm reacting to this. Yeah. Um, but if you can get very simple with it and just say like, dude, what's the worst that can come out of this? Um, you know, it happened like you like things happen to everybody. Yeah. Um, how, what's the solution to this? How can I move forward? What are your thoughts on like, obviously having a little resistance to keep your tools sharpened? That kind of, Oh, I for sure think you should have resistance. So like that, you mean like, from a workout standpoint? I mean, I guess it can relate to that, but in or life, in like, general, just yeah. like being challenged. Like, I'm, I'm doing this podcast, for example. I'm yeah. not, like, I wasn't technically or technologically savvy, and I'm still kind of a noob, yeah. but I'm kind of trying to overcome that because I want this to happen. Yeah. Like, this is something I like to do. It's a challenge for me to do this from a one-man show. I edit, fucking film, and then I battle in my head why I'm still doing it sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, I have those human states. But it's a challenge for me. I like doing it. And when my product's done, it's fun. It's cool. And being yeah. consistent with it is, is good for me. To fucking, every week, you come out with something. Every week, something quality. And you challenge yourself, right? So, you, like, what's your take on that? No, I think that's great. That's, you have I mean, to have the that. Point, the point is not to never be stressed. Like, that's not my point. And stress can be helpful in that, you know, just like working out. If you put just enough stress and give yourself enough recovery or time. Yeah for your body to adapt to it and go at a pace that's reasonable for you, you're going to have success. And that stress is then working for you. It's not working against you. 
Um, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if you you're stress, distress. If you get to a point where you're in a catabolic state because you're not giving yourself time to recover, suddenly all that stress is not worth it. Yeah. You know, because you're not even getting recovery for it. So you, we just have to be more balanced. We have to recognize that a lot of people are chronically stressed every day because they're not happy with their lives, the way it's going. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, um, it's a terrible thing. It's all too common. But it's important for people to know that being that way, it can be very harmful for your health. And there are ways that you can kind of help yourself be a little bit more balanced, especially from a mood standpoint, from a nervous system standpoint, which affects that. So herbal, herbal supplements, man, really is what I got into. And like I said, it's one of those things where like I'm thinking about a lot of different fields and trying to yeah. connect them. Um, herbal supplements, huh? So herbal supplements, man. And I got, I started, I started uh, growing lemon balm a couple years ago. And it's really weird because I don't know why I chose lemon balm, but it just, so I was looking it? up herbs. Yeah. Yeah. So lemon, you know, just lemon balm, just like a, just like a herb. Mm. A lot of people, it's, it's pretty common actually, but yeah. you just wouldn't really I don't, know I don't, it unless you knew about herbs. I've never thought to grow herbs, but now that we're talking, I'm like, all right. Well, and so, you know, cause I always knew that like teas and stuff were good for relaxing yeah. or whatever. So I was like, okay, my brain is like, let's go deeper into that. Let's try to go as deep as we can possibly go. And so I started learning about herb, herbal categories, like what types of herbs there are out there, the research on them, like how, you know, you want to use them, how you want to blend them and stuff like that. And I started making a bunch of different herbal teas on my own. I started making herbal tinctures. That's pretty cool. Stuff for like pre-workout, honestly, um, non-caffeinated stuff. Um, Can I rewind real fast? Yeah, Word, yeah. Like you, you talk about listening to a lot of podcasts and reading books. Yeah. Like that's like a... You got to explain to people this is a constant everyday developing thing. Yes. You know, like you have to be in your car commuting, listening to podcasts, yeah. you know, a couple hours a day minimum, right? Yeah. And then spending yeah. time, downtime, reading here, reading there, reading this, reading yeah. that, watching this video, right? Is there any like specific videos or any books that, that you read or any people that you might like like to recommend to, to others out there? Yeah. Um, the Model Health podcast yeah what's his name again uh sean stevenson sean stevenson sean stevenson yeah sean stevenson um, that's right yeah that, that's a good show i started listening that's what that's honestly what kind of put me on holistic health in general and kind of just gave me some ideas to like try you know like there was a guy on there talking about kettlebells i remember and um you know i'd been wanting to try kettlebells so i went through you know two kettlebell courses um with a company called the kettlebell athletics and loved it man and like that was my transition into unconventional exercise i still love kettlebells i i do a lot of may stuff right now on my social media well just in general because uh, that's just what i'm wanting to put my time and effort into but yeah you got to uh, put time in there in the beginning yeah kettlebell was my I mean, first love though me too i, I mean my first <laughs> you know real piece of equipment that i was like wow this this thing actually means something to me you know what i mean yeah no i'm with you on that 100 percent. i never felt I know. I don't know. Like I've been exercising for a long time. It's kind of sad. I guess if you really like exercise, you stumble upon different methods. If you really want to do it, yeah. and you really understand the benefit. Yeah. And um, yeah, I agree, dude. It's pretty fucking unique. And I enjoy the exercise. I want to do it every single day. And you don't need a lot of time to do it. You don't. You know. Yeah. Twenty minutes, thirty minutes. You're you're feeling pretty yeah. good. And it could be very. It could be very enjoyable. Like you can be creative. Yeah. You can put some stuff together. You can There's not really a ton of wrong things that you can do. Right. 
Yeah, you know what? I worry about that sometimes. Like, if I'm doing some flow, uh, like, I never want, like, my alpha my alpha male in me comes out and is like, I, I don't want anyone to critique me on anything that they might think is stupid because no. I still feel very novice. It's only been no, a year. Dude, you're solid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, I could tell when we were, when we were doing some work together with TJ. You could tell you've been you've been working with the kettlebell. So yeah. Well. Okay. Good. That yeah. makes that makes me feel good. And there's different. It. Like, man, there's so many different. It started like very rigid system of kettlebell. There's like hard style kettlebell. Yeah. Like Russian kettlebell. Yeah. And then like you know there was another strong first kettlebell, um, which they were just very rigid in their views very traditional i guess is a good way to put it um because now you see like eric leha and he's just doing a bunch of stuff into traditional people they're like oh that's just flashy stuff yeah but it's not like those flow sequences flow sequences are the last progression for me when i train a client you know i'm training them. oh yeah say i'm training them first i'm trying to figure out what the dysfunction might be if sure. they have some I'm trying to correct that then we're kind of maybe challenging, making sure their mobility and their patterning is right. Starting to do strength exercises, traditional, you know, cycles of strength training, um, like sets of 10, you know, whatever reps of this particular right. exercise, just one movement. Right. Um, but what the flows do is it causes your brain to become challenged constantly because you're just having to link all these movements together. That's end of the day. That's what we want to do in life is like life is not 10 sets of this, 12 sets of that. It's like you might have to lunge down. You might have to reach from that position, pick up something, stand up, continue walking, squat down. Like you're just doing all these sequences of things. So you want to teach your body to be able to do that more efficiently. I think that's what floor exercises are. Dude, fuck. Amazing floor. Dude, another... You know. another perfectly painted picture i can't wait for this podcast to come out i, I just no that's <laughs> i'm like i'm always something like maybe i shouldn't get too philosophical in it, no how, dude are you kidding that's me? honestly that's how i think about stuff and it, it's i guess I we're gonna know. have to uh schedule once a month to do this i'm okay with that yeah because i got a lot of stuff to talk i don't about. well i don't come, <laughs> honestly i don't come across a lot of other individuals that share the same type of uh interest in this type of movement uh -huh. and like not only do you share that same type of interest, but you come with all this knowledge on really proving the fact that this is like the shit that we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, we talk about longevity, we talk about optimization, like incorporating this kind of stuff is like you have to. Yeah. You know, if you want to get to that, you have to, you yeah. have to, to, to feel good. I mean, you, you don't have to like eliminate the barbell movements altogether. Fuck no. Like I love pressing and pulling and, yeah. and doing, you know, presses with dumbbells and that the stuff that we got acclimated to when we first started getting into it. Right. But I feel like these other movements make everything else so much stronger, so much do, better. Right? You know, like I worked out, I told you I worked out with uh Christian over at 360. Fit. Christian Kashaba. That yeah. dude is an animal. He is, he is an animal. <laughs> dude, we worked out. We worked out once in the summertime. Yeah, dude, that dude's that dude's cool. I like him a lot. Great guy, man. And we he has a thing, Bibles and biceps going, and yeah. it's solid. And uh, I like it a lot. So, um, but I haven't really done traditional lifting, and so I haven't really benched a lot in so long. I used to. I used to be like bench was my thing. Um, and you know, training for the combine, if you're, if right? You're a good bench presser, like you're pretty popular in the gym, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, I, I got away from it once I started doing like all the new movement training and stuff. 
And like, I walk in to Christian today, man. He's like, oh, I got to work out. It's going to be all chest. And I, I don't even, I don't even like train body parts like that anymore. So yeah. like, I'm like, Oh snap. Like I've never, I don't remember the last time I did just chest exercises <laughs> for like, I agree. Yeah, I don't you know. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he had this like ladder of exercise going. It was like, it was, so it was like incline press, bench press, decline. And the first one was like 15 on incline, 10 on bench, five on decline. And so you're adjusting the weights as, ne- you know, as needed. And then it went like 10, 15, five, and then like five, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember working. I mean, bro, I haven't done that much volume in just chest. Were you really, really sore the next years. year? That was today. Oh, that was today. That was today. Oh, you worked out with him today. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you're gonna be really sore tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to be pretty sore, but I, I surprisingly got through it very well. And I've just been doing Good. unconventional exercise. When you were training for the combine, how many times did you do 225? I did it 24 times. 24 times is a lot. It's yeah. pretty, it's pretty average. I would say for NFL combine what, stuff. What position were you? I linebacker. Guess I, linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't in the combine combine. I, but there was, we had like a, a pro day at school yeah, and stuff for sure. like that. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so you, all right, hold on, going yeah, back, going talk. back to training with 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 Christian. You were doing yep. all chest, and you're saying just by doing unconventional and staying with the unconventional movements, you were able to keep up with yeah, an isolated. That's day. like the main thing people ask me. They're like, "Oh, there's no way that you're like kind of as strong as you used to be, like moving the mace around and stuff like that." You know, I had a trainer ask me. He's like, "You didn't get those muscles from just using the mace." But I re- I've really been just using the mace bodyweight exercises um i don't know if you used a viper before no i don't know what that is it's like the tubes like a rubber tube with handles and it's like they have oh okay you can do a bunch of okay. like reaching and stuff like that yeah yeah um so i use the viper quite a bit too i never used it and uh yeah those dude, those three methods man you can you can get a, a rock solid body for sure for sure dude i've been uh you know using clubs more too clubs are great dude clubs yeah. is so fun yeah. i don't know how the hell i never got into this earlier on you know i think you're pretty i think you're you're solid though man you're at the you're at just the right age to be getting into this stuff yeah you know yeah i mean 29 30 or 28 whatever when i first got into it for sure but like as far as the first like seven years of my training it wasn't around though too like it wasn't it it just came it's not hot i wasn't hot yeah for sure at all i remember when i first saw the mace i was like what is that but i just liked it I mean, I'd already kind of gotten into kettlebells at that yeah. point, but I just liked the flow of it when I still watched people with flow with it. And I was yeah. like, I want to learn how to do that. Dude, so. Isik is a freaking beast. He's an animal, man. He's a beast. The way he slings that thing around, man. Yeah, he's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Good. And then yeah. like to know that much about it, like, whoa. Yeah. Jesus. He's, he's a very philosophical dude as well. Yeah, he is. Extremely. But he's further from, I'd say, maybe technical than I am because... I still think technically and from a research standpoint, just because like I have that, like the scientific method yeah. to me is They're like, right yeah, Sorry. it's like necessary. Like I kind of, I depend on like the very like vague nature of doing flow exercises and stuff like that. But at the same time, I also like to have facts that back it up from like a research standpoint. Yeah. Or at least the logic has to make sense to me. Um, he's much more of an artist in my opinion. Oh, for, for sure. You know, just, and I don't, I mean, I've only met him really one time. But that's the vibe. That's the vibe I get from him for sure. Yeah. I mean, I wish to like be around more and just kind of learn as much as I can. Yeah. From that. Yeah. And from anybody that, that has been doing this for a long time because it seems to be something to it. And yeah. it's not 
I mean, it's now becoming more and more mainstream, but you talk to the average Joe, it's like, what the hell is a steel mace? Yeah. Anybody in high school, nobody knows what the hell is a steel mace. Like, yeah. I'm starting to, to, I'm coaching a varsity soccer team, girls soccer team, and we've been doing kettlebells, body weight, flows, those type of unconventional movements. And you combine that with, you know, other sprinting techniques and agilities and all that stuff. And now I'm going to make it mandatory, you know, two or three times a week at the beginning to do like visualization and breathing exercises before we go out to practice. Yeah, for sure. You know, understand what we're getting into, the vibe of the game, visualizing your role in the field, how you're going to carry that out. Visualize yourself on on the field playing, shoes, the wind, like to get really that distinct, I think helps so much. Dude, that's huge. That's huge because um, and and no no one really does this. In, right. No one really does this. I, I I could assume at the high school level. Nobody. You know. They, we there needs to be a lot of. Uh, there's a big need for coaches that are kind of doing that same thing. Yeah. And starting to understand because coaching is one of those one of those jobs that's kind of like you got the old fashioned way of doing things and it was very slow to, to develop yeah basically for or, sure or to, you know for sure. to adapt and so now you're having people like you know yourself. why that is you know why that is because it's old school mentality this rah 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 yeah. this ego like yeah. i am the leader here and i tell you guys how to roll there's no breaking that down and learning more Right. Right. So that stays stagnant for a long time because it's like, okay, well, my dad was this rah rah coach. I'm going to be this rah rah coach. Or my coach was this kind of coach. I need to be this kind of guy. Like, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't work long term. You don't always just push through things. That's not always the, that's what we when I talked about resilience. What I, I consider resilience is being able to. I'm going to drink this, by the way. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. I got that for you, but I, my mouth. Oh, no, no. Do your thing. I, um, I, uh, Man, I just completely lost my train of thought. Fuck. <laughs> the coaching mindset. But oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. high school yeah, coaching. So I used to just, I used to just try to push through everything, <clears> and then going everything. back into the same mindset of, uh, you know, when I was like, I knew I needed to do other exercise. I was, I was gaining a little bit of weight, but I was muscular, so it was okay. But I was stiff, um, and it just the raw raw mentality kept me from like relaxing and just saying like hey all right like look this is the situation what do i got to do next sometimes i might have to relax a little bit more so that i can continue to put in a certain amount of effort and have a certain amount of energy level consistently rather than burning out i was burning out at that point that's so important yeah. because then you, you kind of stay at this equilibrium perspective about it yeah. you don't kind of you don't lose focus on what what's going on right you know right. it's a huge it's a huge point to like being consistent with things and like really developing. Consistency is huge. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be a patience. Like a patience, yeah. consistency. It doesn't have to be like these crazy extravagant things. Consistency, right. being simple, you know, just, you know, doing it, learning along the way. Don't worry so much about a polished product. I mean, yes, you want to polish the product if it's something to be polished. Right. For sure. But determining when that is, yes. basically. Understanding when something truly needs to get done right now or if it's okay, this can go for a little while just yeah. for the sake of your sanity, basically. Sure. Um, and yeah, but you're right, man. Consistency. That's why, you know, it was easy talking to you setting up this podcast because you're a consistent person. So you're going to reach out to me. We're going to go back and forth. You're going to make, make sure, sure we confirm, we confirm the time exactly. and get this done. Exactly. And you, you sure. can count on each other to make sure it happens. Um, that's, that's pretty rare 
and to do the things that we like we are entrepreneurs freelance type people um i'm in a few different things right now you know i'm getting into education with viking ninja which is awesome very very blessed and honored to to have that opportunity i am i am too actually Uh, are you yeah awesome dude i am it's 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 going to be really great yeah Um, great Uh, team i i need to i mean i'm you know isik reached out to me i'm learning more of the information as we go on mm-hmm. i know there's some time I, i'm not quite up to date with any of the details but mm-hmm. they reached out to me and yeah. i'm willing to fucking do whatever it takes and learn and get as much as i can from this because it's showing in my training my clients and i'm really really loving this team that i'm putting together yeah. at the high school yeah. and i think that's going to be awesome so the more i can learn from these mentors from guys like you from tj and the guys at the msp gym christian it's all fucking like a nice little community of people that are just out there trying to do the right thing, providing value. Right. You know. And when I, you know, when I linked up with TJ, man, I was in a, and I was in a point where, from a business standpoint, I was starting to make these decisions. You know, I was doing pretty well as a personal trainer as far as just like filling up my schedule. That yeah. wasn't an issue for me. Yeah. Um, I'd gotten to that point. Where Were you always I independent? No, I just, I just went fully independent. Um, man. August. Okay. And you're, August. Were you running like 30, 15 people, 20 people? <sighs> Probably. I'd say 20 people. 20 people? Yeah. 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 It's, it's good. People. It's good. It's solid. I mean, there's, it's there's really a, good. There's a ceiling. There's a ceiling. You know, and you then, want yeah. what you want. You get, you know, you do what you do, what you can handle, the time that you value. And then there's other ways that you could increase or make a revenue stream from, you know, the brand that you build and the style of training and the connections exactly. you make. You know, that's what you got to do. I'm very into branding. I'm very into bringing a certain you know i get these ideas and i want to bring them to life um and i get these ideas and they're based on helping my clients and helping people in general even i mean i want to get to the point i'm like how can i help as many people as possible yeah you know based on the knowledge that i have so i started getting into speaking i started doing um i created the cbds the cbd supplement business yeah dude so this is your company well vibes well vibes yeah and what's interesting is like you know i'd already told you about like all the herbal wellness stuff i've been getting into anyway um and certification i'm working towards and um that's cool man i started really understanding the need for herbal herbal based supplements in the market in the fitness supplement market because we're taking all this stuff this nonsense when the reality is it could be extremely simple if you choose the right things um and just really good for you in general like not just from like a performance standpoint but also from like getting your antioxidants and you know terpenes phyto phytonutrients are huge and those are you know heavily they have heavy uh, content of phytonutrients um so you know learning about these things cbd and the opportunity of it just kind of becoming uh, federally legal um i just saw the opportunity to start that business like i'd already had like the well vibes logo and stuff just like sitting because i was just like one day I'm like, oh, I think the logo should look like this. Trying to create a logo. Like I said, the branding thing for me is huge. Um, yeah, it's chose great. the colors and kind of like kind of the style of it. And for my vision, you know, seeing where that's going to go. And uh, basically just was like waiting for the right opportunity. And then just decided to go with CBD. Um, it made sense with everything I'd been studying. It's just a, it's a, it's a supplement, man. It's an herbal supplement. Um, it works directly with our nervous system. There's actually a system of our body that has special receptors for CBD. Um, you know, CBD itself. And how, how much do you know about system? CBD? Uh, I mean that it's anti-inflammatory. Yeah. That it's legal as fuck now. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
So that's that's my thing now as I'm running into is like, man, I just need to I need to get people to try to, to understand the benefits of CBD more, man. It's it's very unique. Why why should why should the average person take it? Why I mean this is bold. So we talked about ways that if you're not in the ideal situation, what are ways that we can help balance out your nervous system? This is one way. Okay. So that's one of the biggest ways that you can everyone can use in their daily life. Um chronic inflammation of muscular tissues, you know, so I'm sure you see it all the time, people dealing with like these aches and pains, mm-hmm. um, you know, that are muscular, that are fascial. Um, this helps to kind of relieve tension in the body. Um, it helps with pain. Uh, it helps with anxiety. Um, so it helps in all these different things, um, just inflammation in general, inflammation of, you know, things like the walls of your arteries and veins, hmm. um, which are, you know, that's kind of what's involved in chronic heart disease and things like that. And then plaque buildup and whatnot as well. Sure. Um, but that def certainly affects your, your blood pressure. I hear, uh, Ben Greenfield use the word autophagy, like cleaning up like cellular gunk. Yes. Right. So, da- yeah, yeah, so yeah. that you can at least create the momentum mm-hmm. to fucking make those changes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It kind of kickstarts those energetic things in you. Exactly. It, it puts your... <laughs> You know, a lot of people are dealing with these chronic issues and don't even realize it. Like they have chronic inflammation and they're just taking it as this is just the way I am. That's not the case. Like it's if there's inflammation, there's inflammation for a reason. Yeah. Um, So all kinds of different ways. But CBD, um, the endocannabinoid system, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. um, a whole system involved in, you know, anti-inflammatory responses, balancing out the immune response. Um, It has high antioxidant content. Uh, my product is is considered full spectrum. So uh, CBD is just one type of phytocannabidol. Uh, CBD's cannabidiol is the specific type of phytocannabinoid. Um, but all these phytocannabinoids interact with, uh, you know, they can be replacements for um, neurotransmitters and hormones mm-hmm. in our body. So, you know, if, for instance, we're in a depressed state and we're far less likely, say, to, um, to secrete hormones that are pleasure-based hormones, satisfaction-based hormones, um, these can work directly kind of as the replacement for that to basically calm down your body's system. Hmm. Um, and then once that system calms down, it, that's why it has such a wide range of effects because it it affects a regulatory system. So it affects a whole lot of different cascade of things. And then the, the beauty of it is there's no side effect. No as, side effect. As the other The side effect is basically would. that you're also going to improve your cellular health as well. That's like the the side effect is that you have the antioxidants and whatnot, the things that people are not really taking it for. You're still getting the benefit of like a multivitamin, for instance, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap this up because it's been about an hour. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? I, honestly, dude, after this kind of, I mean, we've talked for an hour. I want to try to set something up, you know, once a month. Let's get let's get a party going. Fuck it. Let's do it. You know, and then it. every time we can bring up things uh, that are important to you, uh, whatever's, you know, on your mind for that. I like, I like just genuine conversation. I think when two guys are kind of like flowy, like you and I are, yeah. if it wasn't a dull moment at all. Like, right. In fact, I got really excited in the beginning. And then yeah. when you started fucking, you're like, yo. Danny, slow down. I'm gonna teach you about. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you about being in a parasympathetic nervous 
state right yeah. now. And then I was like, okay, all right, keep talking. Uh, but yeah, you know, like, let's just flow. Let's see what the fuck happens. Because I think I think we're gonna I think we can create some good stuff and just you know I'm add that it. value to a bunch of people. So where can people find you, Howard? Body so, by Bowens at Body by Body by Bowens B O W E and is a Nancy S. On Instagram. And is in Nancy. Um, I'm going to put it in the Nancy. show notes, by the way, people. And is in Nancy. <laughs> Shout out to Nancy. But, um, no, nah, and, uh, you know, through there, you can find wellvibesorganic.com. Um, it's on my Instagram. The, the, the balm and... So we do uh, the balm, capsules. capsules. Um, I'm actually sold out of tinctures. Uh, tinctures is like you put it under the tongue. Oh. Um, oh, right, right. Love the tinctures. They're actually really yeah. popular. That's when I first I started using t- CBD with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tinctures are great. And then I'm getting uh, I'm getting some vape pens actually this week. Some tinctures and more vape pens. So I'll definitely have to send you tinctures for sure. Okay. The vape pen as well yeah. if you're interested. Yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah. We'll talk about that for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for your time. I think this was fucking a blast. You're the first person in my home studio. I love the home studio, man. Dude, it's going to be it's going to more to come. We're going to get a couch in here. Uh I got to I got to put my artwork up and uh but yeah, thanks for coming, man. For sure. Thanks and for that's having it. me. Awesome. All right, everybody. Peace. Yep. Wonderful. And that was the podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Howard. If you're interested in checking out Howard, go to his Instagram at Body by Bowens. B-O-W-E-N-S-N is in Nancy. So yeah, check out his Instagram. Thanks to Action Coffee. Drinkaction.com. Right now, at the at the checkout counter, just use promo code Danny and you get 12% off. And that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I mean it. I love doing this. It's fun. I hope that uh, it gets you excited to to live and be alive and have uh, have a positive outlook on things. It's a fun time to be alive. That's for sure. Uh, if you like what you heard today, Make sure to rate and review this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you gave it a five-star rating and a little comment, you know, showing the love. And then uh, if you haven't, follow my Instagram, Danny Cole Fitness, and we can connect there. That's it. We're getting text messages. Peace.